Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey there, lady. Welcome back. I'm so thankful, as always, that you are a part of this journey with me. Fridays are really fun days for me because once a week, I get to sit down, have a conversation with a lady. Sometimes I know her. Most of the time I don't. Either way, I'm always left feeling inspired, motivated, empowered, intrigued. I always learn something new. And I know that you guys do as well because I love hearing the feedback when I have guests on the podcast. And I love being able to connect you with somebody you maybe didn't know or have you learned something that you weren't aware of or a part of before. I love those messages when they fill in my inbox, either on Instagram or when you guys send me a little message. And keep those coming because I love the feedback that I get from each and every one of you. Today is definitely no exception to the rule. I am speaking with my guest today, Dr. Valerie LeCompte. Valerie is a functional medicine practitioner, and she speaks on what what exactly functional medicine is how and who should be a part of it. It's everyone. Spoiler alert. She also talks a lot about things that I deeply appreciate and I know so many of you do as well. Curated diets, personal diets, lifestyle changes, modifications, and things that she tailors exactly to you because there is not a one-size-fits-all for anything in this world. Diet and lifestyle are definitely not the exception to that. I know that you guys, if you're not familiar with functional medicine, will learn a lot. And if you are, there's still some great insights and avenues of we kind of get to pick the brain of that person. And and it's fun. Again, I, I always love taking away and learning something. Functional medicine is not something that is new to my personal lifestyle. It's something that I have seen a functional medicine practitioner and naturopaths for quite some time, and they have been fundamental in my issues that I've had with my health throughout the years. I feel that I'm heard, I'm seen, I'm valued as a person, and that we get the time to dig into what the root cause of my symptoms are. And I'm not just washed under the rug or given something to just go on. And to me, that's huge. And it's a really, really strong reason why I'm a huge advocate for having a professional in your life that suits these needs. But before we dig in too much, I really quickly want to say I am so unbelievably excited to say that today's episode is sponsored by my Mindset and Muscles program. It is my signature program that is coming out soon. It will be running in January. It is eight weeks and it is a deep dive intensive of everything that I have learned throughout the years wrapped up and combined into eight weeks. So what has taken me years to learn and have a good understanding of is condensed and it's meant to streamline for each and every one of you. But I've really, for the last few months, 
taken a step back and been listening and been watching the women around me, my one-on-one coaching clients that I currently have, the women that I work with, and I've really been inspired. And I've learned deeply what you all desperately want and need. I see your desire to love and respect your body and feel confident in your skin, to actually feel worthy and stop that negative cycle that you have with food, to not feel guilty about the foods that you eat, whether it's a good food or bad food, but just learn what is right for your body in an intuitive way and to actually do life, food, body with ease, to feel normal in these things. The peace that I had prayed and cried over and journaled about for so many years, I can't tell you how many times tears streamed down my face where I just wrote or said to myself, I just want to be normal. I just want to be normal and have this weight lifted. And that's why I created this program. It's it's different. It's really, really hitting those techniques of the mindset to spin that and to learn and overcome those obstacles. So it's not that heavy burden that you're having to carry around the rest of your life. If you're ready to finally make peace with food, with your body, to just understand how to master your mindset and make these changes that actually last your entire life instead of being on another freaking diet cycle exercise cycle, whatever short-lived cycle it is, let me know. I am launching this to first come, first serve. We're keeping it extremely intimate in the first round. It's going to be 10 women. You have one-on-one coaching calls with me each week to really hone in on specifically what you need. We also have a group call each week to make it a community, to know that you're not alone, to hear and to see somebody else that is struggling in the same way that you are. Those two things have been fundamental in my path. Individual and that community are both things that I thrived in really well. And so I wanted to make that a small, tight-knit group, but also give you the opportunity to connect with other women that may be facing very similar things to you. If you are ready, if you are ready to be done with this, to finally live and enjoy your life without being consumed with thoughts of food in your body, let me know. There's a link in my bio It is a direct link to me. We can just talk about it in a free call. I can answer any questions. We can dive deep into whatever you are needing and wanting because I want you to live a life where you feel free and feel happy and proud and don't have to be burdened by this anymore. That's not the life that you're meant to live. And I know that the tools in this program are exactly what you need to be free of all of that. Check out that link in the show notes and we can chat. We can start changing your life quickly in eight weeks. I promise it will be amazing. Welcome back, everybody. I'm very excited to chat with my guest today, Valerie LeCompte. Welcome, Valerie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love it when my guests go ahead and introduce themselves. I always think it's really interesting to hear who they are from their own words. So why don't you go ahead and fill the listeners in on who is Valerie? Hi, everyone. I am Dr. Valerie LeCompte. I um, do emergency medicine and virtual functional medicine and health consulting. What, um, for the listeners out there, can you explain a little bit what is functional medicine? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, Functional medicine, it's not anything different from 
like regular medicine. It's just kind of the point of it is a little different that really we aim to get to the root cause of what's going on. That instead of just saying like, oh, you have high blood pressure or you have diabetes or you have these symptoms, let's treat these symptoms. With functional medicine, the goal is to figure out why your blood pressure is high or why you have diabetes, why you're having symptoms so that we can get to the root cause and we can actually fix that and change that instead of just being like, well, here, take this pill or do these things for your symptoms. Because with that, it just starts to pile up that you get like more and more pharmaceuticals added on usually is, is how it works for most people because you get side effects from one medicine. So you add another pill to treat the side effects from that. You end up with more symptoms. So if you're just treating symptoms, you, I mean, you can do that endlessly. Um, so the point of this is to get to figure, figure out what is actually going on. Um, and it really sees the body more of a, a whole, you know, mind, body, spirit organism and an integrated model instead of seeing, well, this is just going on with your heart and this is only your heart and this doesn't affect any of your other body systems. So it really kind of puts the whole picture together in a better way that I think, especially when it comes to chronic disease management in the U.S., there's something that's really missing and it's really this whole, the integration of everything. When I first found out about functional medicine and was kind of exploring holistic ways of healing and modalities, I was just so blown away because it finally felt like somebody in that space was listening to what I was saying. And it wasn't just writing me off as let's treat one symptom, but what's actually happening to you? Yeah. And that's, I agree with that. And I think, you know, in my emergency medicine practice, I see people all the time that really just end up in the emergency room because they're frustrated because they feel like nobody is listening to them and nobody is helping them. And their doctors are telling them everything's fine, but well, you're having these symptoms. So here, take this. And they're like, I, something's wrong. And, you know, in the emergency room, I can't Mm -hmm. help them. That's, that's, that's acute care. Like, that's not the place. I mean, sometimes I have to be like, I, I get it. I'm sorry. I, I know something's wrong. I'm, I'm not disagreeing, but this isn't the place where I can mm-hmm. help you. How do you handle the difference of those two worlds? Because emergency medicine and functional medicine, I would think are very two different beasts. They are, um, But at the same time, in emergency medicine, you'd be surprised how many people, like, some days the amount of emergencies I see are are pretty low. The healthcare system at this point is just, everything's really a mess. So it's really hard for people to get in to see their primary doctors. So many people don't have, like, insurance or they have poor access. So I do see a decent amount of like primary care, non-emergent complaints in the emergency room. And that that's part of what kind of led me to, to really be like, there's something missing, like people need help. And I think I can help them. Um, That's part of what, what led me into this more holistic path, even though it's been something I've been interested in in for a long time. Um, But to me, it's still interesting to do both of them and to get, I do think the acute care part of medicine is the part like we do a great job of. If you have like a trauma 
or a broken bone or an acute infection or you're really sick, we do an amazing, amazing job. So for me, I still at this point like contributing to that part. I don't know if I'll do both. Of the, I don't know <laughs> what the future will hold, but for now, it's still nice that like I can help people in two different mm-hmm. ways. I can see that. And that just that modal the two modalities of combining them together and almost opening up people's minds and ears or just getting their wheel spinning of what after that emergent situation they can do with their healthcare. Yeah. And that's the nice thing is I can, you know, people that might not really otherwise be exposed, like they're not into podcasts or, you know, they're live in a rural area or they're a little older. I can suggest like, oh, maybe you should read this book or maybe you should see an acupuncturist or maybe you should try this supplement. That that's not something I can do with everyone, but I can tell the patients that are kind of looking for more answers. I can at least point them in some sort of direction. Mm-hmm. Where did your interest in functional medicine begin? So my, I've always been a little bit more interested in kind of the integrative kind of holistic side. So what started it, I would say probably the most is um, in high school, I stopped having periods and I went to my doc, my gynecologist and like they did an ultrasound and I think some blood work and they were like, Oh, everything's fine. Here, start birth control. And I was like, but something's wrong. Like, this isn't normal. Like this, it just didn't even in high school, it just didn't really make sense to me to like, well, but something's mm-hmm. going on just cause you haven't found it. Um, so I kind of just, you know, went to college, continued on with my life. I was pre-med. Um, in med school was when I started getting really into nutrition and learned a lot of that on my own. Um, I also, I went to DO school instead of MD school. So I'm a doctor of osteopathic medicine, which these days in practice, they're pretty much the same thing. Most people have probably seen both and had no idea you know, there was even a difference, but we learn a little bit more of like a holistic integrative um, approach to care. We also learn some kind of um, body modalities, like similar to chiropractic stuff. That's a little different. So even then I was always on a little bit more like, oh, maybe you could, maybe we all could just eat healthier and do different things. Um, But then it's really been in the past couple of years Um, at the end of my emergency medicine residency and since I've been practicing as an attending that I've gotten a lot more into like I just I've seen people in the hospital and in the emergency room that I'm like no we could we're 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 failing people like we could be doing a better job at this Um, and that's really what made me look into like okay what specific things can I learn to be able to help people and and functional medicine at this point is kind of the best, like, cause it's still kind of a wide net at this point. That's still kind of the best framework I've found to, to be able to put kind of everything together. Do you have a certain, a typical patient or does it vary with all different, um, all different symptoms, all different health concerns and issues that are going on? You know, it, it's it's really variable. That's the nice thing about functional medicine is it can really help anyone. Like you, it doesn't matter what's going on. 
I can't say 100% like, yes, you will be healed. This is a miracle. But you, it can work on anyone to, to help you feel better. That's so wonderful. And what, um, what is your favorite part of it? Why do you, you obviously do it and you are drawn to it, but what are the parts of it that you really thrive in and you love doing? Um, you know, I think it's just the opportunity to educate people that there's a better way and that you don't have to feel like this. You you can get better and like really help some people just don't realize that like they even can live happier, healthier lives. But really, if I could tell people one thing, it would be you can be better. You You do not have to feel like this all the time. There are people out there that can help you get to that point whether it's me or someone else like please don't stop advocating for yourself and like looking for more answers because they they are out there to me too it always seems like we accept so many things as the normal when we just because Uh we don't know that we don't that we could feel better we don't know that the way that we're feeling is actually not the way we're meant to be feeling Yeah, I totally agree. I've had like some, you know, minor on the spectrum, but health problems that once, once they, I fixed them, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know how tired I was. Like, I didn't know how bad Mm -hmm. I felt. And then realizing what you can do once you do feel better. Yeah. How that impacts your whole, how that is an entire shift of your life and how you can function in the world and and enjoy and be productive in what you want to be doing. Valerie, I know one thing that you're really passionate about in your practice is curating personal diets and lifestyle modifications. What, what specifically can you, I guess, just touch on those two pieces and what that looks like for somebody? Yeah. So my diet philosophy is that there is a lot of information out there on the internet that most people say like, you should do this one thing. Everyone should do this one thing, whether it's like paleo or vegan or low carb or keto or whatever. And I really think that that is very poor advice. We're all genetically different. We all have like different ancestors that came from different places that ate different things that we're all supposed to not be eating the same way. Some people do great with low carb. Some people do great with high carb. Some people don't do well with meat. Others do fine. That, you know, I think that you really have to take everything with a grain of salt. If someone is telling you everyone should be doing the same thing. So the way I base it on is, is through lab testing, um, to do food sensitivity testing, um, nutrient testing to figure out what you're missing and kind of base it on that of like, these are the things you should be taking out. Um, also if people have done any genetic testing, like I did my 23 and me and it told me on there, um, I'm highly sensitive to carbs. I'm not that sensitive to fats. So that, I mean, that's one thing that people right there can, if they've done it, can look at it for themselves and be like, Oh, I'm highly sensitive to carbs. Maybe keto would be an okay thing for me, but someone who's not very sensitive to carbs and highly sensitive to fats, maybe I need to be more of like a vegetarian, naturally low fat diet. Um, 
And then I also do some further testing about um, heavy metals, mineral status, um, to help kind of figure out what, like, is there something in your environment that you need to change, whether it's where you live, is there some sort of environmental exposure, is it your water, is it your air that's kind of creating some issues that if we can change that instead of just treating like, oh, your, you know, your mercury is high, let's do a, a heavy metal detox doing that but also figuring out like what why is it high and getting rid of the inciting factor as well i i so appreciate anybody that has an approach to that um a lot of my listeners and myself have struggled in the past with disordered eating and so to have somebody Mm -hmm. approach it in that way of it's not one size fits all it's not right or wrong it's okay Mm -hmm. to try different things and being really open to that is it's a really refreshing view compared to what diet culture and society kind of tosses down our throat. Yeah, I agree. That can be so damaging. And it also really, it takes the power away Mm -hmm. from you. We all, we are all our own, like, you know, best advocates. And you, when it comes down to it, if we're all really paying attention to ourselves, we probably don't even need testing. Like if we're really in tune with what's going on, you can probably just say like, oh, I don't do well with this or I don't, I don't do well with this. But it's also hard to really be in tune with your body when you don't feel good. So that's why I, I think testing is, is the way to go. I also think too that we are so out of tune with our body. I don't you, When I first started intuitively eating and intuitively listening to my body, it took a lot of practice and a lot of time because I was so removed from my body. I didn't even know. I didn't even know I could do that, let alone how to do that. Oh, I totally agree with that. I So last year at the beginning of the year, I started meditating regularly. And within a week or two of that, I was like, oh my gosh, why do I drink coffee? This makes me so jittery and anxious. Mm -hmm. And was like, oh, this is the first time I'm like really, really paying attention to myself. And I would have, before that, I would have said like, no, I, I pay attention to my body. I, I'm in tune. And I was like, oh, whoa, no, I'm not. (laughs) But that's hard to do sometimes because sometimes we don't want to answer I you know if it's I really like coffee I don't want to give up coffee you have to you have to kind of come to that space too of like oh maybe I don't want to do the things necessarily even though if we do it makes us feel a whole lot better yeah but you have to come to terms with like okay do I am I okay with cutting this out am I okay with like every once in a while having a small amount I mean we're I, I don't advocate that anyone should torture themselves mm-hmm. for help. I'm very like, we should live happy lives. <laughs> well, and there's value in it. Maybe there is a little more value in coffee and some days feeling a little, whatever it is for you. But for you, you know, coffee, maybe it's, I like it. So feeling jittery for a day, once a week, it there's more value in me enjoying that or my food or whatever, whatever it is that I'm trying to maybe not have as much of. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you're not having joy in your life because you give up coffee, like figure out some way to like keep it then. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, you should never do that for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life. What about, I guess another thing that you brought up and I'm always really curious on 
there's so many ways now online where we can send in to do food sensitivities or genetic testing or things, you know, that whole kind of testing on our own. Yeah. Where, where do you stand on that? Sometimes I wonder, is this valid? You know, am I, am I just giving my money to something that I don't even fully know that I'm getting positive results? Or are there some options that you can do at home that are really great, either time or money savers to test with? Yeah. So as far as food sensitivity testing, a lot of those, um, do not work very well. So food sensitivity testing is a really kind of difficult thing to test accurately. So the test that I use, um, I'm pretty sure can only be ordered by providers. Possibly it can be ordered by anyone. Um, But I think if you go through a provider, you get a discount. I'm not entirely sure. But it's an ELISA um, test. But it tests different, like it tests your sensitivity at several different levels. So it it gives you whether you moderately react, whether you highly react. And the when it comes to that, your immune system is just really complicated. That's the one thing that you really want to make sure, like you're getting a really good quality test for. That a lot of like the, um, kind of just the at home for that, I really don't recommend. When it comes to a lot of other stuff, like the genetic testing, I think that's fine. I can't comment on as far as like, you know, data and privacy. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that everyone needs to decide for themselves as far as like what they want to do with their genetic tests. I was too curious and did it. So whatever, my data is out there. Um, And a lot of the other stuff I think can be pretty good. I think my only sometimes hesitation with that is like, do you know what to do with it? If something comes up of like, do you have someone to go to or do you like some guidance if, if something is abnormal and like, are you going to be able to yourself? If you, if you're very confident that you can and that you have some, you know, some team members, if you do have questions I think that's pretty fine because there are a lot of people that, you know, they're not, they don't have their medical issues. They don't want to spend a ton of money to, to see someone, you know, to see a functional doctor when they're like, Oh, I'm just have this one little thing. Maybe I can do it myself. And I think that's great. I think that we should all be able to do some stuff for ourselves. I agree. Um, As I was going through a bunch of health, situations and issues in the last year or two, it was nice that I was able to do some of that on my own. But when I would get full, like seven page reports of things, and I have a pretty good understanding with my background, but it was so overwhelming that to have a functional Mm -hmm. medicine practitioner that I was able to go to and say, tell me what I really need to know out of all of this. Like what's important and how do we focus? And then what kind of plan can we make? So I love that I, again, was able to do that. But to your point saying, I want to make sure that I'm using this information in the best way possible. And to have, for me yeah. to have somebody who could really give me, who actually knows and understands what's happening and then to help me weed through what is important and what is, what should we focus on first, I guess I should say, versus maybe this isn't as pressing. We can wait a little bit on that too. 
Yeah, I think I think that's like a great plan for most people out there. Where can people go if they don't have, if they're interested in functional medicine and they want to know if there's someone around them, is there a place like a database online or somewhere where they can go and search that out? Yeah. So there's a couple ways to do that. Um, There's several different big kind of organizations that are teaching and accrediting functional medicine at this point. Um, The big one is the Institute for Functional Medicine, IFM, um, and they have a practitioner database on there um, that I found to be pretty thorough. A lot of people in the functional medicine world do at least some sort of training with them. There's another one called um, A4M. I'm pretty sure that they have a practitioner database as well. Um, The hard thing is there's not just like one you know, group kind of teaching it right now. There's, there's several, and I think they're all pretty good. Um, so there's, it's, there's not always like one centralized. It, you can also just Google your city and functional medicine, or if you, there's also like, I practice virtually. There's lots of people that practice virtually that you can Google like virtual as well. So even if you're in like a small town, little area, like there's, there's someone that you can, you can work with virtually if there's no one that you can find that you connect with in your area. Is, would you recommend anybody to see a functional medicine practitioner virtually if they can, or there's certain either health diagnoses or things that they're treating that is better if you're able to be seen in person? You know, I think the biggest thing is, is really finding someone that you connect with and finding someone that you really feel listens to you and like understands what's going on. Um, You know, especially a lot, I would, for some people, depending on like, if they have certain health things going on, I've no, you should see your primary doctor as well during this time. So you are still getting like a physical exam and seeing someone in person, even if it's not through through functional medicine, just so that they're, if I can't see certain things in person, someone is seeing mm-hmm. them. That makes total sense too. Valerie, if somebody is wanting to know more about you, about your functional medicine practice, or just has questions in general, where are some good avenues that they can find you at? Yeah, so my website is dr Valerie V A L E R I E Lecomte L E C O M is in Mary T is in Tom E dot com. That is also my Instagram, um, and feel free to email me at Valerie at drvaleriecomte.com. And all of that will be in the show notes too. So they can definitely click on that um, if they're not at a space where they can kind of write down that spelling or get that spelling at too. Yeah, it's, it's not the easiest name. So. <laughs> but they can find it in the show notes and that's why we have them there for everybody. <laughs> I always like to end every episode, Valerie, with a couple questions. The first question I always like to know is what do you think is your super weapon? 
So according to one of my friends, we like had this discussion a couple of months ago. He says that I can talk people into anything and that is my superpower. I love that. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's a good one. I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to get that outside perspective to really see. Yeah. And what does being fierce mean to you? Ooh, I like that. Um, I think to me it means being able to not let fear get in the way of doing something, whether it's recognizing like, hey, this job that I've worked for for 12 years and this career isn't quite what I wanted to do. I need to make some changes or, you know, I want to go to this country and do this, like do this travel. I'm going to do it or get into this sport, like just being like, well, I'm kind of scared, but I'm going to do it anyways. I couldn't agree more. That is amazing. I mean, just to have that stand up, stand up for yourself, step, look fear in the eye and just hold it. There is, there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of fierceness in that to me. Yeah, Valerie, I appreciate you so much. I, I love being able to have an avenue for people to find out about different ways that it's not one size fits all in anything. And that includes medicine. So if you don't feel like you have answers, that there are options that you can do to be heard and be seen and to really make you feel better, feel like you should be feeling. Yeah. Thanks so much. It was great to connect. Thank you. I love being able to share share this with people. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.